Hey, what's going on everyone? Aaron here back once again from the Real Estate Marketing Secrets Podcast. And guys, in this episode, we're gonna be breaking down exactly what Mr. Brad Armstrong out in Oregon is doing to absolutely take over his market on YouTube. Now, it didn't always start that way though. He's been on YouTube for the past about two and a half, yeah, two and a half years is what he said in the interview. He wasn't seeing a ton of traction, ton of people reaching out, actually no one reaching out uh, until he partnered up with us um, back in December. Now, not saying that we did, you know, all of the work he did, pretty much everything, but we just kind of gave him a kick in the butt and we're like, hey, do this instead of what you're doing and just be a little bit more consistent. And over the past about two, two and a half weeks, he's had five people reach out to him, uh, basically become new clients saying, we wanna work with you, we trust you, You know, we've watched all your videos. Uh, one of them being a $1.2 million buyer, which when you look at the amount of money that's invested into posting videos on YouTube, <coughs> free, and uh, you know the return on that investment of a $1.2 million buyer, do the math and you'll realize that it's not a, uh, a terrible return on investment. So with that being said, guys, we're gonna just gonna jump into it, jump into the ups and downs, where Brad was, how he's gotten to the point where he is today through his YouTube journey. And uh, let's just roll the intro. You're listening to the Real Estate Marketing Secrets Podcast, a show dedicated to bringing you the most up-to-date tips, tricks, and updates of everything you need to know about marketing, lead generation, sales, Facebook ads, social media, video branding, and much, much more. All info, no fluff. So sit back, relax, throw in some headphones, and enjoy today's episode. Um, Brad, I guess let's just break it down uh, a little bit and just maybe start from from the beginning of, you know, not necessarily even into the YouTube side, but, um, you know, before you jumped into YouTube, like how long have you been in real estate? Uh, just give us kind of that backstory of how long have you been doing it? How'd you get into real estate? And we'll just uh, we'll just start there. Yeah. So um, I got into real estate originally just because I think like most people thinking like, hey, you know, make my own schedule. I can make a lot of money, you know, time freedom which is, I mean, anyone who's in the business knows that's the total opposite. But uh, yeah, so I ended up getting my license back in 2016. So it's just over five years now. Um, the the entire time I've been a stay-at-home dad as well. So three months after uh, I got my license, we found out that we were having my son Ian. And uh, I decided that it was a great idea to quit my uh, my full-time job and go to a graveyard position so I can work full-time during the day on real estate and raise a child. Mm. Um, so there was, it was a rough eight months probably um, within my first year where I was probably, there was times where I was up for 48 hours straight. Yeah. Just cause it was like, I would have showings then I'd be going back to work that night. It was rough. Um, eventually we sold our house that gave us enough cushion to where I was like, I don't have to deal with that anymore. And then uh, yeah, I decided that in order for me to build a business that I wanted, um, I didn't have the time to sit down and like cold call hundreds of people mm. on a daily basis. Like, you know, I have a very limited window as far as like when I can prospect and all that stuff because uh, my kids take priority. But um, yeah, and I mean, I'm not knocking cold calling. I think cold calling is fantastic. I think it's a great exercise because it's hard. Um, yeah, Nobody likes cold calling. And I mean, if you can push yourself to cold call, then you could definitely, push you could do anything. To, yeah, you can push yourself <laughs> to, you know, jump on videos or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then in 2018, I think it was, um, I signed up for a coaching program and they were pushing video hard. They're like, you know, you need to be doing video, video, video. Um, so I started doing video and at that point I was just posting them on Facebook and dude, they were terrible. I still like to go back and look at that very first one. I'm like, yeah, in this little cubicle, I'm whispering, I'm like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's a, uh, I know exactly. What, it's funny you say that uh, because I was, 
watching some old videos too and it's like this weird like you're like whispering but also like trying to talk loud at the same time and it's like you yeah. can just tell that you're like holding yourself back it's just it's funny you said that because I, I was looking at that earlier too yeah and then uh so then fast forward probably about a year after that um, i started getting like more in depth in video and actually enjoyed the uh, creation process um and then i stumbled onto javier's channel mm -hmm. and i saw like the videos he was making i was like oh like man like this guy's blown up he's doing great like these are the stuff i need to be making and like i think that type of channel has like its own purpose um not necessarily like where my channel is now but yeah and so that kind of is what pulled me into youtube um i got zero traction when i was doing those videos um i also wasn't super consistent at the time but yeah and so then switched it up back in january started going all in on you know being making localized videos you know what it's like to live here in southern oregon pros and cons all that stuff so nice so so that that initial transition was was just seeing like other people that were that were doing that were doing well with it yeah yeah so i think I kind of kick myself now because uh, I think back in like last January is like the first time I had uh, ever seen anyone like make a channel like this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. And then like <laughs> all last year I just sat on it. I saw like Greg Foster's channel blow up. Like yep. all these people I'm like, man. And then after like linking up with you guys and actually like putting some skin in the game and like doing it consistently. And I'm like, damn, I really wish I would have uh, did this last year when I, uh, first one yeah. it's like my business would be in a total different spot right now but it is what it is yeah no and and that's i think a, a major um i think that like if i can come up with one thing in common that a lot of people um that have said that we've had on these interviews or that we've talked that like that are doing really well on youtube is like you know we we had this was a couple months back in, in december we were talking with uh will friedner and you know he you know had his video i don't know if you know him uh living in montana, in montana right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah and he had one of his videos just like literally exploded like overnight like two million views like he's at i think like forty thousand subscribers now um and he's just he's crushing it because and the one thing that he said was like the you know i always ask like at the end and i'll ask you later on too but uh you know what what is one thing that you do differently he's like i would have started 10 years ago right because of this the traction that he's been able to see in in you know relatively a short amount of time you know eight months so um you know you hit it you hit on a a, a really a good thing the way that you positioned it was was really good um you said you know not to not cold calling or you know say that those the, those things that work what other things did you try like outside of like cold calling um that you know you put the time into that for for you and like your personality didn't necessarily work as as well as as you you would would have wanted um so i did a uh, right before uh getting with you guys uh i was paying for a marketing company and it was extremely expensive um, I got the um, disaster loan or whatever. So I used that to yeah. kind of float me for like seven months. I think I was with them. Um, and I think had I approached it correctly and took it more seriously, it would have been great. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I mean, I was going to be spending 25 grand a year mm. for that. And so I'm like, I mean, this is free. I mean, yeah. <laughs> unless you want to run YouTube ads and stuff. But I mean, I've ran any YouTube ads or anything like that. So it's like, I mean, that's an extra 25 grand in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, that it's, it's relative, right? Like 25,000 to acquire, you know, 
a million, right? Or even like I'd put twenty five thousand to to make a hundred. You know, yeah. like just I mean, it's it's a three times ROI. So, well, yeah. four four times ROI. But back to your point, it's like it's just having having the right expectations of like, okay, yes, I'm putting in money, but I'm making an ROI, right? And I yeah. think that's where we see a lot of people run into with uh, with let's say Facebook ads or, or at cold traffic in general is just having the right expectation of yes, you have to spend money, but there's the caveat of like it also taking a little bit of time to convert people that didn't really have an intent in the first place, you know? Um, so, so let's talk about it. So back, kind of going back to, you, know, you partner up with us um, and, you know, from having created, let's say the two, you know, of two years of, of videos, right? Cause you've been doing it for two and a half. What was that, that major, major shift for you to not only start seeing traction, but even, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, you know, some of the, the recent successes, but um, what was that main, main shift just to start to bring in, you know, more bigger audience, more views, likes all kind of the, the vanity stuff. Um, I would say probably a hundred percent like consistency. Uh, cause it's like, especially like right now, like, I mean, there's so little competition. I mean, unless you're in like a huge city, I mean, like, I mean, obviously like Austin, those bigger places, like mm-hmm. there's a lot more competition, but like for the most of us, like it's competitions, like non-existent. Like you can literally film a video on your phone real quick being like, Hey, these are the pros and cons post it and you will get traction. Um, yeah. just because. I mean, there's no competition. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think just being consistent, because um, I think like kind of looking here, um, that first month with you guys, I think I put out five videos, it looks like maybe. Yeah, let me um, see. I, I can give you some, because I know we we're going to do some screen scan. Because he, uh, so we have a, a like a private Slack channel that everyone that works with us, we, you know, we integrate and or integrate you guys into. And, you know, I just, I've been really, uh, inspired we'll say by just the consistency of, of brad and like what he's doing i made you host so you can um she can share your screen we can look at that um but i, I specifically remember like even one of the things that you might have said maybe like two months ago before you like started like really getting like the traction of people reaching out to you um of just like i think what you said was like i love this group because it like kicks me in the butt right it, like yeah. keeps me motivated and and you know when you're consistently seeing you know this person get another lead and this person get a $2 million listing and this, you know, person, it's just like, what am I doing? <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I, sure. I have the knowledge. I have the tools. I, you know, I have Brett and Aaron and, and Jeff and everyone to help out. So, um, just when you posted that, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. And that's, it's why we do what we do, you know? Yeah, um, no, definitely the communities, I think it's huge. It's, uh, it's nice. Cause I mean, like for me, like I'm a YouTube junkie, like, I mean, I spend probably way too much time trying to like learn it and all this stuff. Um, and then like being like being in the group, like a lot of the stuff that you guys go through, like in the modules and stuff like that's kind of like stuff that I already knew. So it's kind of more of like a refresher for me. Yeah. But then just being able to like have access to like pick your guys's brains and just like kind of like network with everyone, like, oh, like what's working for you in your market? Like, oh, like that's taking off. Like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Let me try that over here. Yeah. Um, so it's just nice to be able to like do that, like on a separate channel, like super in depth with people. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying we don't have to be so like cutthroat with our competition and not give away the secrets. Like I I never really understood that, but anyway. Hey, what's up guys? Aaron here popping in really quickly into the podcast. Now, full disclaimer, if you haven't already noticed, the episode that you're listening to was a live interview we did in our private Facebook group. That's usually how how we do these episodes. But for the next five to seven minutes or so within this audio, I think it might be actually less than that. We dive into the analytics, the back end of his YouTube channel. We know should pull up his screen. We look at his thumbnails. We look at the graphs that, you know, this is where I was. This is where 
where I am now and I think it's some super powerful stuff. So if you wanna check that out, the video version, just join our free Facebook group if you're not already on there. Um, I'll leave some links down in the show notes to join that or you can just go to Facebook and type in YouTube for real estate agents, brokers and teams, filter out for the groups, uh, join that and then we can tag you in or you can just search the group and search for like Brad interview and uh, you should be able to find it. So that's pretty much it. Just wanted to put that in there so you're not confused over the next couple minutes. You're like, wait, Aaron said, look at this thing and I can't see it because I'm in my car. That's that's why. So join the group and we'll see you on that side. Yes, so this is my analytics. So here you can see, these are my first videos um, that I ever posted. Um, they're basically, you know, five things for reasons not to sell your home. Mm-hmm. Very generic, um, what most people I feel like start doing when they start posting on YouTube. Um, literally no traction. And then right here is when I got with, uh, started uploading after working with you guys. And as you can see, the consistency has, mm-hmm. I mean, it keeps climbing. It's just going up. Yeah. So, so do you feel like, uh, cause I, cause we won't take like, and I appreciate you saying, you know, once you partnered up with us and, and I think that obviously giving you some motivation and things like that, um, is, is helpful, but I, I do want to give you the credit. Like you're the one that did the, the work, you know? And I think that's yeah, the no, same thing sure. with, with everybody. Um, so with that being said, like, outside of the consistency, what do you think are, if anything, or is that just it? Is it just like, I just started posting more and I started to, to reap the benefits from it? Or was there um, anything else in I, there? I think mm. right now it definitely is the fact that I just started posting more. Um, I think that uh, as more people come into the space, like you're gonna have to get more creative, like your thumbnails are gonna have to be better. Your titles are going to have to be better. Um, and so I'm kind of trying to set myself up for that. Um, actually, let's see, we'll go over here and I can kind of show you. I mean, I'm not saying like I have like the best thumbnails, um, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're not, I don't think they're terrible, right? Um, yeah. I mean, they're clickable. I get, you know, anywhere from like eight to 10% click through rate on them. Um, That's good. Yeah, and so like, I just want to set myself up to where like, when people come into my, into my market, my space, um, it's not going to be easy. I mean, yeah. like I'm trying, I'm trying to claim my spot now. Um, and then they're gonna have to work for it if they want to want to knock me off the podium. Yeah. So no, so you said something really, really important on there that I, that I loved and I wanted to touch on really quick. Um, the fact that you said, you know, it's, I'm, I'm going to make it a lot harder for someone to like to kick me off the podium. And I think that's a, a huge, huge thing that a people, a lot of people are missing right now in terms of, um, you know, there's always like that, that next like shiny object of like, oh, well, Aaron and you know, Brad are talking about YouTube and these other people are talking about TikTok and these people are talking about Instagram, whatever it is. But the biggest things that you guys want to, to really take and just the biggest question that I would ask yourself, if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to create like a long-term sustainable, like content that lives on forever. YouTube, in my opinion, and I mean, you can look at statistics, is really the main platform that is going to allow you allow you to stay on top while, you know, staying somewhat consistent, right? And that's, you know, Brad's been doing three to four videos a, a month, um, which, I mean, to replace days of cold calling and going to networking events and things like that, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'd, I'd love to do that instead of just cold calling people that aren't interested in the first place. But back to the kicking you off the podium is as you stay consistent, and what, what Brad's talking about is now that anytime someone comes into his market, they're going to have to match, if not make more videos than him because he already has the authority. So really asking your guys, your guys like that question, like is what is holding you back? Is it equipment? Is it limiting beliefs? Is it mindset? Whatever. Um, 
and and just making the stuff so that it, you 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 know it becomes harder for other people to jump on top. Um, so with that being said, off of that question for you, um, you know what are or some of the things that that you do to keep yourself like in the right mindset of like you know I'm not seeing like a ton of results in terms of like people reaching out and things like that because you've been doing it for two and a half years. What has kept you like motivated into understanding like okay I'm not seeing the success now, but you know. How do I, how do, how have you been able to keep doing it without jumping to the next shiny object? Um, I think like just seeing like other people's successes. So, like, I mean, I follow tons of different coaching. Like, I'm with uh, Joshua Smith, I'm in his boot camp. Um, and so I see just tons of people being like, oh, like I got this lead from YouTube, got this lead from YouTube. Like, I'm in this small market. And I, you know, like, I mean, Jen, right? I mean, she's in a tiny market in the group and she mm-hmm. gets leads. And so I think just seeing like these people, like, that have similar situations as me get leads. I'm like, I mean, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to. It's just as a win. When is it going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so looking at it more of like, it's going to happen, create content to go against like to that point, mm-hmm. but just not necessarily like expecting it right away. And then I also kind of like look at YouTube too, as like a, uh, like a top of funnel as far as like uh, content creation goes. Cause it's like, I can take this content um, I can re-edit it, purpose it, you know, I can make, you know, short Instagram reels if I really wanted to and start going down that route, Facebook. And it's like, I mean, it's blog posts. You can do so much with the original content that, I mean, it just makes more sense to put the forth the effort into YouTube. And then as I start to grow and do other things, like I can take that same content and put it in other platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes that's a that's a good point because you, you can't really go the op. Well, I guess technically you could go the opposite way if you're like like more shorter form content, but it, it but it does become a lot easier when you have let's see, and it's the whole Gary Gary V approach, right? You have one long form video interview, whatever, and then you bring you you know cut it out into you can have five smaller videos, right? Doing yeah. one pro in uh, in each video and and really breaking that down. Um, so you did uh, you did touch on one thing that I I wanted to go back to because it goes directly into like the next the next portion of it of you know talk to us a little bit about like uh, you know you, obviously I think it was like three to four weeks ago like you really started to see you know people coming in like you've been making consistent content past two and a half years really consistently since January but didn't really see leads rolling through until about m- April right so there's like that two yeah. two to three month period. Um, Talk to us a little about what's come through since, uh, you know, since people have started coming through and then also the quality of that, right? Because, you know, you touched on top of funnel, people are reaching out and they're actively looking to, to do something with you. So, you know, let's let's talk about some of the successes. Yeah. So uh, I think it was like, yeah, three weeks ago or something like that. I got my first uh, YouTube call. So like I have Grasshopper set up on my phone. So like when a uh, my channel has a specific phone number, mm-hmm. that way I know I can track these leads and I can track my numbers throughout the year as far as like how many leads are coming in from YouTube. Yep. And uh, so it comes through and it says YouTube lead. And I'm like, at my sister-in-law's house, I was like, oh, what? Like, this is crazy. It happened. <laughs> and so then I go and look at it. And then I actually had like three or four other like reach outs from like a month ago um, that Grasshopper just like never notified me on. And I was like, oh man. And so like, I was able to get in touch with a couple of them. But yeah, that one uh, kind of just like opened the floodgates. I mean, that one yeah. came through. He's looking to move here. Um, spend 1.2 million, which is, I don't know, 700, 500, 800,000 over our yeah. average sales price. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I don't know why he would want to move here when he lives in like Idaho. I'm like, whatever, dude. But yeah, I mean, feel free, come on over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me and my wife watch your uh, your videos on on the TV. We love it. Um, we want to move out to your area. And then after that, it's like, I mean, I've had I think five total in the past like two weeks um, that are actual like we want to buy up mm-hmm. there. Um, and then I've had a handful of people that are like, hey, we're moving up there. We're just gonna be renting. Yeah. Um, and I'm working with them still too, because I mean, at some point, like I'm their first contact, if I can stay in contact with them and still build that relationship, you know, in like three or four years, like when they decide to buy, like I'll be their go-to. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, one of the gentlemen, he's moving down here from Portland and uh, he doesn't have work or anything like that. And I just, I know of a couple places hiring. I was like, Hey, you can check these out if you need a job when you move yeah, down here. That's he's awesome. Like, hey, I really appreciate it. He's like, when I decide to buy down there, you are my guy. Yeah. I'm like, it's weird. I mean, like I've never, I've never even had a phone call with this guy. I've only talked to yeah. two people on the phone. Most of these are coming through either email or text. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, and that's huge. And I think that, that, you know, it's, it's funny when we talk about it and you know, we've, we've touched on this too. And even that, that person that sent, we'll, we'll probably comment this like after the, the live's done. Um, but just the, the person that came, came through to you just a couple days back, like literally told you their whole life story. Like, it was just like, this is like our situation. This is my credit score. We're already pre-approved for X amount. Like, we're looking to move here. This is my wife's name. Like, this is my, we have dot. Like, it's just this whole, like, this whole thing of like, these aren't even, uh, they're not really, like, we're we're just so, we're so uh, used to using the word lead, right? Like, new leads that are coming through when like, the person on the other end, even though, yes, we want their name, phone number, and email, but they're like human beings with lives and aspirations and families and goals, right? So, but I mean, these people that are coming through are, are more, more of a referral than, than a Facebook lead, you know, cause they, they yeah. know you, they like you, they trust you. They've already, you know, watched, like you said, watched a ton of your videos. Yeah. Um, so, and why do you, so in your, in your opinion, why do you think that is like, and, and I know, you know, the answer to this question, just, I, you know, for, for people that are watching, it's like, why do you think, you know, Facebook leads are, are different and, you know, you've just seen more, more success with converting the, the YouTube leads. Well, because I think the biggest thing is the fact that, like, um, I mean, I don't know if everyone, I feel like everyone probably knows this by now, but YouTube is, it's a search engine. Like, mm-hmm. I look up things all the time, like how to do this, like how to do that, how to do this. Um, and so these people are literally searching, uh, like, what's it like to live in my area? Um, and I'm coming up, they're watching my video. And I remember back in the very first coaching uh, program I was ever in, and they were talking about doing video. And when you see a video, um, there's just like another level of connection. Um, they feel, they they get a better feel for who you are, your personality, uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Like they get your mannerisms, all that stuff. Like, dude, I'm a goofy person, like straight up. Like Same. <laughs> I <laughs> like, wear this jacket, oh, the jacket back there. And it's like, I'm not. <laughs> um, and so it's like, uh, if you're like cold emailing or texting, like that just doesn't come through. Um, but when you watch my videos, you'll see, you'll be like, oh, you know, like, he doesn't have it all together, but like, he's real. Mm-hmm. And I, and they can relate to that. Like, I'm not some guy that's just up in a suit and tie, you know, up here just trying to sell I'm the number one realtor in the nation and blah, blah, blah. And I've ranked Zillow ranked me this thing. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, they, they start, they begin to, they get a feel for you. Like it becomes, they become friends with you. Like, I don't even know them. Yeah. But they're already friends with me. And so I think it just makes it easy. 
just one and we touched on it a little bit earlier like just one like you know someone's listening to this they're on the fence of either working with us or even just starting um you know on youtube in general what would you what would you tell that person just to make sure that uh you know you get them off that ledge of kind of like where you were you know a year and a half ago of like if only i did this uh you know sooner what would you say to that person um i think you just have to you have to do it commit to it um don't be scared. I know a lot of people are scared of being on video. Um, I mean, are you scared to go in public? No, probably not. Um, so it's like, I mean, people are going to see you regardless. Uh, eventually you get used to it and you get more comfortable on the camera. And so just, just pull the phone out. I mean, you don't need fancy equipment. I mean, I have some nicer equipment now. Um, it's not necessary. It's just, mm-hmm. I also look at this as a hobby for me. Like this is kind of a creative outlet. Um, I enjoy doing it. So like I do have, you know, like a, I have a nice light. I got a fancy camera. Well, not super fancy, but I mean, it's a decent camera. And, but yeah, I mean, it's not necessary. Also huge tip is stop sharing your videos. Oh gosh. I used to do it all the time. You go into these other YouTube groups, like, Hey, feedback, give me feedback, give me feedback. (laughs) Give me a like and share. (laughs) Yeah, like all this stuff. And it's like, you're killing your channel. Like as soon as I stopped doing that and just consistently uploaded, like it just started going. Mm -hmm. Um, Because YouTube sees that and they're like, oh, this person watched like 10 seconds and they're gone. Like this video sucks. We're not going to put this out to anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not to mention that, but a lot of times, like, I mean, anyone that's listening to this is probably pretty, uh, uh, you know, on the same page of like having just a ton of realtors as as their friends, right? Which isn't a bad thing. It's just you're literally feeding YouTube like, hey, this new video I put out that is made to generate buyers and sellers. Now there's a bunch of realtors going in and ruining it. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's I mean, see. I, I, you go ahead. I was gonna say, I feel like if you want general feedback from people, the best way to do it is like, hey, like I want some feedback on like my YouTube videos, my YouTube channels. Like you can find me on YouTube by searching this. Mm-hmm. And then that way you have like more yep. serious people like that's actually like if I'm going to give someone feedback and I have to go find their channel, I'm going to actually watch that channel to give them the feedback. Like I'm not yeah. just clicking yeah. on it and being like, oh, your thumbnails suck. Yeah. Like if I'm going and doing the extra legwork to go see it, like I'm going to actually put some watch time in that. Yeah. And the biggest thing I think that, I mean, you, you pretty much said it without saying it is, um, just the intent behind, behind those. Right. Cause that's, that's the biggest thing is like, as long as there's intent behind the audience that you're sending to, to the channel, um, and they're there to watch, you know, watch the videos, then 100%. It's, it's just making sure you're sending the right people there. Um, Ralph asks, Brad, what is your YouTube goal and plan for the next six months? Um, actually I got some pretty big goals right now. So, um, I'm in the process of getting my principal broker's license so I can actually form my team. Um, I will more than likely start referring out majority of this business I'm getting here in the Southern Oregon area. I have an agent coming on in Central Oregon here soon. And so uh, I'll be launching a separate playlist off the channel for that area as well. Um, And I basically just plan on taking over Oregon. Dude, that is super exciting. Branching out eventually, so. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, it's, you know, we, we talked to, to John about this like a couple of weeks back too. It's like, it's crazy the amount of opportunity that is, that is available as long as you let it happen. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, as long as you let it happen and you, you know, you're set yourself up for, for success and just as cliche as it sounds, just take massive action. Right. Cause if, yeah. if you just there, you can have things at your fingertips and if you don't take, take that action, then it's not gonna, you know, it'll never come to fruition. Um, 
But dude, I think that's pretty much it. I don't think I have any like other top of mind questions. Any any last words, last things that you would say to you know anybody listening um, in terms of like video. Uh, like tips or, you know, because I know that and I think it's definitely helped you out a lot and you just said it too, uh, is the fact that you enjoy the process, right, of, mm-hmm. of recording the videos and editing. It's like that creative outlet. Like you always want to have at least some sort of in, or get some sort of enjoyment of the things that you're spending the time in. Um, yeah. Right. So any any last, yeah, I guess just tips or last words that you would, you would give to anybody. Um, I mean, I think the biggest thing like is don't be scared. Um, do it. I mean, you can time block, uh, like for me, like a lot of times I do my videos, it's nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night after my kids go to sleep. Like, and like, there'll be like one time a week where I'll stay up till like two, three in the morning recording and editing videos. Um, you know, you can hire editors if you want, but like Aaron was saying, like, I enjoy the editing process. Um, as of right now, like I'm not ready to let that go. Like I enjoy it. Um, I like it. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely ways you can leverage, uh, YouTube, in the whole process. Um, I try to batch shoot if I can, like if I'm going to sit down and set up my equipment, like it's going to, I want to get two, three videos recorded. That way I can just kind of edit them throughout the week. Um, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I mean, you, I feel like a lot of the uh, people that are making these channels and doing and having the successes, um, nine times out of 10, like they'll help you out in any way possible. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know I will, like if you guys reach out to me and like, Hey, like, how do you create your thumbnails? How do you do this? Like, I mean, I'm an open book. I could care less. Like, yeah. So, well, you heard it here, guys. If you uh, if you need any help or any, and just reach out to Brad. He's uh, he's on here, Brad Armstrong. You just search him up. I'm sure his his name will pop up. Um, and just you know, connect with him. And you know, he's a super personal by personable guy. He hangs out on our in our private Slack channels. You know, we answer questions in there as well. What's working for him and things like that. And um, we're we're super super grateful to have him in there and just the the hard work that he's put behind. So, uh, with that being said, guys, if you do have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to to Brad. Reach out to us as well. Um, and if you do want to, because at the end the day you know brad is in our um you know in our private coaching group we'll say um so if you want a little bit more information about that or how you can partner up with us and you know you'll at that point you'll have direct access to us and brad because he hangs out there um just comment like youtube or yt and and levi will reach out and you know set up a call talk to you about your business if we think we can help you out cool we think your your market's easy to take over which most of them are because no one is doing (laughs) this in the most in in most markets um and even if like and this is one thing i want to add on to this because we talked about this earlier um even if there is competition in your market guys don't let that discourage you because like the the same argument can be made about instagram except instagram like thousands of people are already doing it in your market as opposed to like the two to three that are kind of consistent in your market so it makes it pretty simple to uh to take over so and i think also i mean if you don't mind uh no you're good when uh when there's already like a a channel that already has like is, is established it's going to make it easier for your channel to grow because now like that's people that are watching that channel, YouTube is going to see like, Oh, this person watched this. Like here's new content from Mm. this person. Maybe they'll like this. And so you have more potential of uh, being suggested after that person's video because you're making the same type of video. So you might actually even see accelerated growth compared to like the person who's been in your market for two years doing this. Yeah, dude, I love that so much because it's true, right? It's like YouTube is always, as long as the video follows the right structure or not the right structures, but um, you know, as long as the videos are, are done, right? Like you said, like posting up the pros and cons or the cost of living guys, we've touched on these videos like multiple times before. Uh, so just search up in the group and you can find them. Um, 
but yeah, at 100%, it validates the idea. And then it just allows you to know that, you know, you're seeing all these people that are on there. And the cool part is too, is like a lot of times you search up these videos and it's like one month old, two months old, or sometimes like 10 months old and it's still ranking up at the top, which is good for you again, as a, as a creator, because it's just validating that idea. And then also knowing that you can rank pretty high because it's a newer piece of content too. So not to go down that, I mean, Brad and I can literally nerd out here all day, all night about YouTube uh, and, and the strategies and things like that. But if you guys do have any questions, of course, let us know. Um, but yeah, dude, any, any last words before we hop off? Um, no, I mean, I just want to see some, some people get out there and start making these channels and actually posting some videos. Let's get it. We'll do like an updated uh, interview with with Brad in like six months from now, and we'll see uh, we'll see where he is. And those of you that are on here, cruising we'll, up in my we'll, Lamborghini. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll tag you guys in in the post, and we'll see. Uh, we'll get some updates with uh, with Brad. But uh, with that being said, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Those of you that were on the live, if you're on the you know on the replay, hashtag replay in the comments will let us know that you stayed um, all the way to the end. And we haven't done this in a little bit, but hashtag true fan as well. We did this like months and months back uh, when Brett and I were doing you know the weekly lives at the end of the night. Now we just do interviews. All, all the time, which is, I, I honestly, I like better. Um, and I think next week we're going to bring Javier uh, Vidana on. Then the week after that, I think we're going to have Brad McCallum on. The next week after that, or the next two weeks, we're going to have another client success interview and then uh, probably another one after that as well. So um, stay up to date. If you guys have any questions, anything that we do for you, obviously reach out to us, let us know, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.